Pick our Bibles up as is our custom around here and wave them around and make Jesus glad and the devil mad. Say this together. Say, Heavenly Father, I give thanks for Wednesday night because I know that the Word of God is going to go out and feed my spirit and develop my faith so I can walk in a higher realm with you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, let's look at Acts chapter 16. This is one of my favorite testimonies. I don't know how many times over all these years that I've preached out of these verses. Acts 16, and we'll start with verse 22, and this is Paul and Silas uh, on their missionary journey, and they have come to Macedonia. Acts 16, verse 22. And it says, uh, they got there, and the multitude rose up together against them, against Paul and Silas. And the magistrates rent off their clothes and commanded to beat them. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison. In other words, no windows. <laughs> in other words, way down in the depths of this stinking, horrible place. And they made their feet fast in the stocks. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. And suddenly, just think about that word, suddenly, and suddenly there was a great earthquake, a mega, a mega quake. And so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bands were loosed. <laughs> and so tonight I wanted to just share a, a message of encouragement. Uh, entitled the suddenlies of God the suddenlies of God you know the word suddenly there in the Greek it just means unawares it means unexpectedly and uh, it implies the stark difference between our spirit and our soul or our mind you know I know that many of us are waiting for a breakthrough you're expecting a breakthrough you're believing for a breakthrough and many times when breakthrough comes it comes you know, you know, our spirit's been hanging on to it. Our spirit's been calling it forth. We've been believing in our heart. We've been developing a, a, a good confession about it, a, a systematic discourse about it. And we know in our heart that we have the thing that we're believing for. But somehow when it finally does show up, <laughs> then it becomes a suddenly. But really it's not a suddenly. It's, it's something that's been going on for a long time. It's been going on ever, ten, ever since you believed and spoke. <laughs> but uh, the suddenlies of God, it, it, when it occurs, it, 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 it's, it's, not a, it's not a surprise to your spirit, but it is a surprise to your mind many times. The suddenlies of God. So, here we see Paul and Silas, and we read the rest of the story before and after. Uh, Paul and Silas were on their missionary journey. You know, he, Paul and Barnabas, that, that relationship had blown up. They'd parted company. And uh, Barnabas went one way. Paul, one, Paul, uh, Paul went another. And Paul chose Silas to go with him. 
And they began to pray about where to go. And the Bible says that uh, they assayed to go into Bithynia and the, and the Spirit suffered them not. You know, and other, what, it didn't say that, that anybody, that God told them. I've been talking about being led of the Spirit. What are we, what are we led by? Typically the witness. So he just had a witness. He, was, he had a hesitation. He had a red light. He, had, he lost his peace about going to Bithynia. The Spirit, and, then, and then it says, you know, then we, uh, we were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia Minor. Well, again, uh, how did that occur? Was it, was it a, an angel appeared to him? No, really, I believe it was just he lost peace about that too. And so he just waited. Thank God he obeyed the witness of the red light. He obeyed the negative witness of the lack of peace. And then spectacular guidance occurred because he had a dream. He had a night vision where a man of Macedonia said, come over here and help us. And then they uh, assuredly gathered that that was the will of the Lord. So they knew they were in the will of God. They knew they were in the will of God when they made that journey. And so they needed that spectacular guidance because God knew that it was going to be persecution on the other end of it. God knew that there would be trouble on the other. Did God send it? No, no, not at all. He just... He just had his servants going to the right place at the right time for the right person. And, uh, and so when they, they were beaten with many stripes and thrown in the inner prison, and their feet uh, held fast with these stocks, these wooden things, usually typically they were made of wood. You're, they'd clamp around your ankle and, and, and chain them together and you couldn't move. And you can imagine their backs bleeding but at midnight, a lot of times, you know, that's when the worst of any circumstances are at midnight. It's, it's the distance between uh, sundown and sun, uh, sun up, <laughs> as dark as it can be. <laughs> and uh, they prayed and sang praises unto God so loud all the prisoners heard them. They were not silent. They were, they were praising God. And what, what do you suppose they were praising God for? Because they knew that God was going to accomplish his will. They knew they were sent there not to go to prison, but they knew they were sent there on a mission about the Macedonian man. He said, come over here and help us. And they hadn't been able to help anybody yet. And so they knew, I mean, they just knew that God was going to do something. Did they know what it was? No, they didn't know what. But suddenly that earthquake came and God invaded that earthquake. And caused it to become a precision <laughs> earthquake. You know, earthquakes are not that precision. I mean, they destroy everything. And, uh, and yet they didn't destroy the prison. They just shook it so hard that all the cell doors came unlocked. And those stocks unlocked. And they were freed. Amazing. And uh, later we find that the jailer and his family are saved and baptized. And there was a church there that became a church there in that part of Macedonia. So the jailer was the one that they were sent to help. Praise God. And so uh, the subtleties of God, I mean, we all go through things where we want deliverance. We, we want this trial to end. We want this uh, healing to manifest. We want these finances to show up. And, uh, and so let's just hang on to our faith and our confession because they're going to show up. They're going to come to pass. Really, when you get highly developed in faith, you'll have less of the idea of a suddenly because you know what? You get so glad when you believe for something and you've praised God for something that when it does show up, 
Uh, you thank God, but I mean, you've been thanking God all along. <laughs> and that means you're developing your faith. You know, uh, in Acts chapter 2, verse 2, they were having a 10-day prayer meeting, you know, the day of Pentecost. And the Bible says, suddenly there came a sound as of a rushing mighty wind. <laughs> and it filled all the house where they were seated. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. They all began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And uh, there were people there from every nation under heaven gathered in Jerusalem for the feast day, the, the feast of the ingathering. Uh, and so every one of those people heard them uh, magnifying God, speaking of the wonderful works of God in their own native tongue. And, uh, and they started asking the question, what meaneth this? And, and Peter stood up. He was on the ground drunk in the Holy Ghost. He stood up. And he said, this is that. And the Amplified says, this is the beginning of that spoken by the prophet Joel. And Joel spoke about rain, the former and the latter rain. And uh, if that was the beginning of that spoken by the prophet Joel, I believe we're living in the culmination of that spoken by the prophet Joel. I believe it's beginning to rain uh, for the harvest. And I believe God's got a great harvest coming. And uh, it's going to seem like suddenly we have revival. But, you know, it's been underway for a long time. And God is not the, not, God is not a, a, the one that's holding anything back and stopping anything from occurring. No, no, no. We just have to keep on being patient. Faith and patience inherits the promises. Uh, and so uh, there's a lot of suddenlies we could talk about. Um, you know, we could, we, we could talk about, I'd like to talk about one that I, that I found in Acts 28. It's kind of the reverse of suddenly. Uh, this is for Paul in Acts 28 where, you know, they survived the shipwreck and they rowed into the Isle of Malta on broken pieces of the ship. The ship and the cargo were totally destroyed. But God said, uh, you know, fear not, Paul, for God has given thee all them that sail with thee. So, <laughs> you know, God's idea was that all that group of sailors and centurion and all the, uh, the guards and all of that, they were sailing with Paul, not the other way around. And so they were all saved and they got out on that island and they, it was cold and they built a fire. And, uh, and you know, he, uh, he, he has this viper comes out of the fire and uh and so they looked at paul and they saw it bite him and 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 it says after it, they he should have swollen see they looked upon him and they expect him to be swollen or fall down dead suddenly it says <laughs> well that suddenly never happened <laughs> that suddenly did not occur you know, he just shook off the viper into the fire and felt no harm. <laughs> Praise God. They expected sudden death, but instead that island experienced a revival and the father of the, of the governor of the island was healed and uh, there was a great revival on the Isle of Malta. And... Uh, you know, praise God for revival. You know, everybody thinking, well, it's suddenly he's going to die. Well, no, suddenly revival came. <laughs> and so uh, you might need a suddenly tonight. Praise God. You can settle for a suddenly. I, I was thinking about all the years we were believing to pay off this, this mortgage on this church. You know, we, we borrowed, uh, I think, $3.4 on phase one, and we added to it. 
On phase two, we had a total at one point in time of $5.7 million worth of mortgage on this, uh, these buildings. And, you know, we began to have our confession. We began to, you know, sow our seed. We began to give toward and sow offerings in, in, in honor of uh, retiring that mortgage. And we did over the years. We paid the mortgage down a little bit. But then, you know, during 2009, all the interest rates went up. We had to we had a variable rate mortgage, the interest rate went up, our payments went up, our, our principal went down that we were paying, the, the interest rate went up, so the interest went up. And you know, in the natural, it didn't look like there was any way, but you know what, God has a way. And we just kept on, we kept on sticking to our, our discourse, our systematic discourse, this mortgage is paid in full in Jesus' name. And so when the day came, and we had offers, we had several offers over the time of to buy a property that we had for sale. And one would go down the line a while and it would fall apart. And another one would go down the line a while and it would fall apart after a few days. And I had one that, uh, that stuck around for quite a while, like four or five months. They lost, I don't know, $75,000 in earnest money. <laughs> that we got to keep and pay, and pay the mortgage down with that 75000 and uh, And so that was supernatural. And then we had another businessman that just lied to me at my, in my faith. He looked at me and said, look, Pastor, will you give us this extension? And I'm telling you, I promise you, we are going to, we are going to close this. Just give us a free uh, an extra 30 days on this. See, they had come up on the agreed time, and they weren't ready to close. He and they wanted for us to give them 30 days free. Well, 30 days is a lot of money. <laughs> I said, all right, I'll do it. The Holy Ghost gave me peace about doing it. You know what? He lied, and they didn't close. And they just backed out of the deal after the 30 days and walked away with no earnest money. They didn't lose any earnest money. You know, you learn a few things selling real estate. <laughs> But you know what? It just seemed like it was on and on and on. We finally sold it to a good buyer. We sold it for a price that, we, that far exceeded anything we'd ever thought we would get for it. And, uh, I mean, we paid our mortgage off. We've got money in the bank. Praise God. You know, God knows how to bring forth his word. So the suddenlies of God really are not random. I want to make that point. God doesn't do random. The suddenlies of God, again, the suddenly is all on our mind. It's all on our soul. But our spirit, we're not surprised. Why? Because we've been trusting God all along. We've been believing in our heart and speaking with our mouth. So the suddenlies of God are not really random, but they're triggered by three things. First of all, I've already mentioned it, the believer's faith. You know, you've got to believe in your heart. Hebrews 11.1, 1, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You need faith when you can't see it. Anybody can have faith for what's there. It's when things aren't there. <laughs> That's when you have to have faith. The faith is of the heart. Romans 10, 17, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It comes by hearing and hearing, hearing and hearing. I mean, I had to preach to myself. I had to preach to you during the years we're believing to retire this mortgage. And uh, we, had to, we had to do everything we could to just maintain our confession of faith in agreement. And so it's triggered not by just, it's not random at all. Really, it's triggered by the believer's faith. Number two, it's it, the believer's words. Your words, your, your, your systematic discourse. You know, faith is not just 
mental agreement. It's not just knowing something down here. You've got to speak it. You've got to speak it. You know, uh, Mark eleven twenty three. Jesus said, Whosoever shall uh, say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he saith, systematic discourse. He shall have whatever he saith. And so Jesus is the one that said it. We kept speaking to the mountain of debt. We kept speaking. And uh, Romans uh, uh, 10, 10, I mean, you know, you, you believe in your heart and you speak with your mouth. And uh, so the believer's words, what you have to say about your mountain, I mean, your mountain's never moving until you talk to it. Amen. Your, 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 your healing's never going to manifest as long as you're calling sickness and calling pain and calling all. No, you've got to call the health. You've got to call healing. Amen. You've got to believe in your heart and speak with your mouth. So the believer's faith, the believer's words, and finally, and this is really important, the believer's praise. You know, Paul and Silas, when they prayed, they prayed in faith. They didn't pray some, oh Lord, we're so sore. Our backs are bleeding. Why'd you Why'd you put us in this situation? No, that didn't get them any deliverance. That wasn't, they knew the prayer of faith would deliver them. So they prayed the, it doesn't say that. Well, we know that. We know they prayed the prayer of faith because when they prayed the prayer of faith, they believed in their heart and they spoke it or prayed it with their mouth. And then number three, they began to praise God and they, they were so loud about it. The whole prison, all the prison woke up and heard them at midnight. Some of those guys were asleep. They're so loud, they woke them up. <laughs> you know, believers shout before the walls fall down. Amen. Uh, we, we've got to praise God while we're waiting for the manifestation of that for which we believe. We have to praise God. We get to praise God. We, he's worthy of our praise anyway. But praise is proof that you're trusting him. Praise is proof that your faith is alive. And so... <clears throat> Faith plus the anointing equals the suddenly. Or we could say it this way, the word plus the spirit equals the suddenly. The suddenly's on the way. God's not the one that's holding it up. You just keep on holding on to your faith and your confession and your praise for it. And your suddenly is coming. Come on, lift your hands and receive the suddenlies of God. Hallelujah. God is faithful. He's a faithful God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord.